What's up, everybody? This is Phil Rogacki. And I'm Jared Abergina. You're listening to Two Tree Guys Podcast. What's up, everybody? Phil Rogacki here with Two Tree Guy Podcast in Arbor Fest in Asheville, North Carolina. Um, and this episode that we're going to be going today is Gear Talk. Uh, if you guys haven't listened to this before, this is where we're going to break down uh, some of uh, the products, uh, talk about the manufacturers, the vendors, the people, the users, everything about this product we're going to put together. Uh, we also have different episodes out there. Uh, we got our full length episode, which is in our studio in uh, Santa Rosa, California. If you guys ever come by, you got a place to stay and uh, you'll get on the podcast show. We also have our mini, ex- uh, uh, mini shows, which is What's Your Story? that we get to hear from industry badasses of how they got in the industry, people that inspired them, and uh, some wisdom that they can share. And then we have our safety talks or our safety flashes that we share about real life incidents that happen in our industry. How do we prevent those? How do we make them better? How do we make sure these things don't happen again for that? So uh, today's gear talk, uh, we got the brand ambassador, Bill Burley, one of many badasses for toy for burger that's here and then we have john sullivan uh a good friend of myself and bill burley's that's going to be sharing uh his experience using uh the hipstar flex so shows your superstar what <laughs> Thanks, you got man appreciate, appreciate that so today we have the uh the hipstar flex this is the hipstar flex light uh available in two diameters that's available in 11.5 which is here in the green and also available in 12.7 in orange uh, so if you like a little thicker lanyard, you can get it in the 12.7, otherwise known as half inch, or you can get it in the 11, the 11.5, otherwise known as 7.16s. Um, I prefer the Hipstar Flex over to other lanyard systems. I've used just about every lanyard system on the market. Um, the multifunctionality of the Hipstar Flex is, uh, it can be replicated by other lanyard systems. Um, but it, it's not the intended purpose of those other systems isn't what the intended purpose is like this. Uh, this is a CE rated system, uh, tied from the factory. It comes in, uh, three different lengths. Talk about the CE rated. Uh, so the CE rating is a, um, organization that takes your product and puts it through a, um, a battery of tests, um, does it does it do its sole intended purpose? Does it pass all the environmental requirements? Does it pass durability requirements? Does it pass the uh, flame smoke and drip requirements for flame uh, and heat resistance? There's just a plethora of uh, standards, variables that it must pass in order to get that CE rating. Now, how many products out there actually take their products through or companies take their products through the that test? In our industry, believe it or not, a lot of products actually do attempt to get CE ratings. Mm-hmm. Um, it does take an undertaking financially. Uh, it does take a not a significant amount of time. But if you're not manufacturing at a high level. If your manufacturing processes aren't, if they're not on point, if they're not to the ISO 9000 level, if you're not doing the things you're supposed to be doing documentation, you're not going to get a CE rating. Um, There are other products out there, other climbing systems and such that are CE rated for certain things. 
like there's a climbing device on the market right now that a lot of people like to, to uh, climb on that only has a handful of lines that are CE rated to work with that device. Uh, every other line, they won't carry the CE rating. Hmm. Um, so it is it's a significant process that for certain things, it's very important. And life support CE would be one of those requirements that I would consider extremely important. Um, but the lanyard system we have here, uh, it's CE rated for an anchoring system. So we could literally make this in, if you see fit, you can anchor yourself with this system solely and be in compliance. Uh, you won't be in compliance with working because uh, that takes a double tie-in, but um, this is rated to be a sole anchor for life support. Uh, multifunctionality on this one, uh, you can run this in your standard MRS, con what we consider, uh, let me step back, uh, your standard work positioning configuration mm -hmm. where you're splitting. Uh, one side would be on one D-ring, the other side would be on another D-ring. Uh, it's also used in double rope technique. So you can go ahead and clip the carabiner back on the back end of the Pinto, and you can run this in MRS, uh, MRS fashion. Like a like a V-rig or an M-rig? Yeah, yeah, you can run this in M-rig. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, everything you can do with a climbing system, you can do with this lanyard. Uh, you can run this in single line system by adding the OD loop, the thimble loop. Uh, you can choke this onto a spar and run this in single line configuration. You can, if you really had, if you had the 10 meter, you could go ahead and do a running bowling within the tail of itself and choke it onto a spar and run it in single line configuration. Uh, this is the this is a shorter one. This is a three meter, nine foot. Uh, that's a little you know it's a little short to do the running bowling, so the OD loop would be perfect for this, um, or a prusik and whatever device you decide to use to choke onto a spar with. Mm -hmm. We won't get into that one. <laughs> <laughs> going down a rabbit hole. <laughs> yep, not going down that rabbit hole today. Safety talk. We'll do okay, that with the safety good, talk. Good, good. But yeah, uh, the lanyard system itself, we have two spliced eyes on it sewn. Uh, each end is tagged. I'm sorry, the output end is tagged um, with all your pertinent information, all the standards that it actually adheres to. Uh, EN, ANZI, and CE ratings are all on the tag. But yeah, durability, wearability uh, is very durable. Mm -hmm. But like any other cordage, you know, it is susceptible to nicks and cuts, you know, just like anything else. If you hit it with a handsaw, it's it's going to show. Um, but under normal abuse, uh, it does hold up extremely well. Mm. Uh, with the with the OP, the Ocean Polyester Prusik, uh, in combination with the Pinto, it really does give you a really smooth actuation, but it also sets pretty good. Uh, I got to say, as somebody who's ran a lot of different Prusik cordage on flip line and so on and so forth, and being in some interesting work positioning areas that usually you maybe get a cinch up or you'd have you know too long of a Prusik that you have some major setback, I really, as a big time user of the product, I don't find that as a big deal at all. And I have guys that are like, oh, why wouldn't you, you know, use something mechanical, like a cam device of some sort and just... So on and so forth. And I'm like, listen, your cam device is great and I'm all about it, but I get the same type of action and the same type of experience as, you know, when I'm using this. Hmm. I, I feel like with personally, um, my usage of the Hipstar Flex is a pretty expansive one just due to all the areas that I've worked in. 
um, whether it be a lot of conifer takedowns. Um, I did a lot of palm tree work in Southern California. And you love that. No. <laughs> ask me Ask me not living in California uh, if I miss palm trees, and I'm going to tell you the real answer. But you were the palm king of Palm Springs. Oh, you were the palm king? Was that his title? <laughs> That's not my <laughs> that title. That was his title? No. The palm king. No. John no. Sullivan. No, no, no. But uh, let me tell you something. Palms eat up a lot of stuff. Um, saws, climbing cordage, whatever. And I found, you know, Hipstar Flex, very durable through that. Now being in Oklahoma, um, I have a lot of rough bark species, soft bark species. Um, I have a lot of deciduous stuff. So a lot of the uses Bill was talking about, being able to use it in like a V-rig and the, the pliability of the cordage itself and just kind of the creativity that you can use with it. I, I like multifunctional yeah. stuff that I can use in all sorts of different ways, whether I'm just standard on my hips in a spar, I'm in my ring on my, my, my life support system, or I'm on my lower Ds for positioning. It, uh, it does everything the way I need it to do. And uh, like I said, working in all the different types of trees I've had the chance to work in, I, I think I have a pretty solid opinion on these type of things. And it's a really durable rope flip line. So where does somebody with with all the different um, ways to use that? Where does someone go learn that? I mean, so call Bill. Call Bill. <laughs> call Bill. Call Bill. So there's a lot of um, there's a lot of videos. Taylor Hamill did a very good video on the Hipstar. Um, not a few years ago, uh, and shows you all the major uses of it. Just on YouTube. Yep, it's on YouTube. Okay. Uh, Taylor Hamill on the okay. Hipstar Flex. Uh, really good informative video. Taylor does awesome videos. Cool. Really, really informative no matter what he's doing. Um, but for me personally, uh, I've just been, I find myself moving this around my saddle all day long. If I'm out doing SRS climbing or even MRS climbing, I've been using this to do redirects while I'm still attached to my saddle. I, I move this to my center point attachment on my bridge. I use it to my lower Ds. Like this is a, the multifunctioning of the hip star just opens up a whole different world of what you can do. Mm -hmm. um, taking redirecting your rope on a flat angle tree, uh, using the hip star up over an outside limb to bring your to bring in a vertical tying point over your head uh, and maintain on your system why it's still on your saddle. And just one of the many things, and I learned that from Giorgio Farini uh, from Italy. He did on one of his videos, one of his lanyard systems, and I tried it with this one and it worked. Okay. And I'm like, okay. Well, this Aside from that, let's also talk about what's important to tree guys. Like this is really streamlined and beautiful. Everything matches. The green on the green, the shinies on the shinies. Like, come on. <laughs> like, let's let's, green, let's talk about the, 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 the visual aspect it's of sexy. it too. It, it is. Well, and also let's, let's be real. I want my cordage to pop in a tree because it is a safety thing. Okay. Like, you know, I see guys, not not guys, but I, I see some cordage that comes out and it's like, yeah, that looks really pretty, but like I could lose that in a dense canopy. You know what I mean? Also, like you're cutting sucker growth, you're in your flip line or whatever. You want something that really pops visually. Mm -hmm. And I, I didn't really think about that until actually Bill brought it up to me about a couple of years ago. And he's like, yeah, you know, there's, there's reasons that we make this stuff look really bright to the eye. It's a safety thing too. So to have something as bright and fluorescent and I'm even after wear and tear, you're still going to see it. You're still going to see it. Yeah. yeah. No, so, it's just a great multi multi-functioning piece of kit. Let's go over inspections, you know, before you climb on that. What are, what are all the points you want to inspect on it? Okay, so starting at your anchoring point with the uh, with your uh, pinto and your cordage, 
obviously we don't want to break this open until we have to because it carries a CE rating on it. Once it's broken open, the CE rating has changed um, because you broke open a factory tied system. So over time, you're okay, gonna- Okay, so, so talk about that a little bit more. Okay, so from the factory, we tie this at the factory. Mm-hmm. We certify this as a piece. Now we all know that certain people in the certain, well, every climber has a preferred hitch. Once you break this open and you untie this, if it is not tied in the same exact configuration that we have here, the CE rating is is null and void. But if somebody reties it, the exact the exact it's the CE system, it's still which good. is a distal, right? We're going distal hitch. Yeah, on this that? is a distal. Yes. Okay. It would maintain the CE rating. Gotcha. Okay. It has to be done exactly in the same fashion because that's how it. That's how it's exact certified. same amount of loops, all that good Correct. Jazz. Gotcha. Um, so starting down here, we'll start at one end of the cordage. And just like we do our climbing rope, we're just going to feel the core, covering the core, looking for any deviations, the full length. You're going to feel for any, any voids, any bunching, any hard spots, any, it's something that doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. And then that'll cause for further inspection. Uh, and if it doesn't pass further inspection, then you have to get rid of it. Uh, anytime we see the core. Uh, exposed, whether in the cordage, the line cordage or the prusset cordage, it's out of commission. There's there's no excuse for having that in commission if you, the core is exposed. Um, if I have any cuts, any nicks that are that are into the core, get rid of it. Um, if we have some fluffy stuff coming up, uh, there is a standard. I do not know the standard by heart, uh, but every manufacturer has a certain standard on the amount of strands that are allowed to be cut per diameter um, and you can mm-hmm. find that on manufacturers websites okay isn't it a ten uh, percent of the strandage count so Once it's again, 24 strand would be 2.4 strands or whatever per diameter yeah, yeah it yeah. should be per diameter right um right. check with each manufacturer right yeah that's right, right. what I'll, i i don't know enough about read the, the booklets read. that yes. come with the product all yeah, of us not, men don't want to ask the but. questions <laughs> to the right people <laughs> call bill call <laughs> <laughs> Call me and I'll find out. <laughs> so we do the cordage, both the prusik and the line. Uh, then we go to our carabiners doing our three tests. So we do our, our normal gate open and close. Then we do half open and close. And then we do full open and close. If it passes all three, good. If it passes, if it fails one, it's got to be cleaned. If it fails two, you should be replacing it. Um, I clean carabiners, a happy carabiner. Mm-hmm. If, it, if it's slow to close... Get rid of, clean it. That's all it takes. Just I clean thought it. you were gonna say some like good rhyme or something there when no, you said if that. If it's slow, slow to close, close no, I don't have anything good like that. Oh, I thought it was coming. slow to close. Doesn't flow. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. flow. It's gotta go. It's gotta go. Uh, <laughs> patent pending. All right, all right. Trademark. Uh, so the, we covered the cordage, the pinto. Obviously, the pinto is pretty straightforward. We're gonna check for any excessive dirt and wear. Um, just check the bearing. If the bearing has excessive play may want to replace it other than that is really not much on the pinto that can go wrong uh which is really nice it's nice not have to worry about something like that but uh one of the most important points is uh the splicing especially on your hook side because your hook side does not have a covering uh on any sewn splice anytime that these splices start to get impacted by the tail coming out and they start to pull you should uh, get rid of it. Um, 
Some people protect the splices with some electrical tape. Not going to say it's not, I'm not going to say it's wrong, but I'm going to say you can't inspect it on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Uh, so take that as it is. Um, as long as you can inspect your splice, you want to retape it every day while you're working, go for it. Uh, but you have to be able to visually inspect that splice on a daily basis. Uh, other than that, it's pretty straightforward. Good. Awesome. Awesome. Anything else to say on the product? <sighs> go buy it. Go buy it. Just go spend you some like money. You, I mean, I've, I've spent a bunch of money here already. So <laughs> just follow suit. You, spend some money. You climb with it every day? Yeah. Um, yeah. I I did have to retire mine recently. Uh, it just had one too many little frays. Uh, I'm that guy that, you know, the silky and the positioning lanyard really try to get along yeah. a lot. You know what I mean? So I did have to retire mine recently, and I did do some replacement cordage with it. Um, but I'll be ordering some new ones soon. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Well, Guys, there you have it. Gear Talk. Toy for Burgers uh, Hipstar Flex Lite. Uh, get it at a store near you. Uh, but great information. Uh, thanks for sharing all that um, with us. So, hey, guys, uh, if you like the episode, you got something out of it, you learned something, share it, pay the fee for that, and uh, continue, to ed- uh, continue to elevate the standard of the industry through safety, training, innovation. That's Two Tree Guy Podcast, Gear Talk. See you guys. See Bye. Ya.